Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to another episode of Fat Talks by Tommy. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always tuning in. I want to particularly thank you for all the feedback I have received from the last series on Help Me My Business is Struggling. I've gotten a lot of feedback and thank you for all the kind words and for welcoming us back so warmly. I really do appreciate that. Today we're talking about my other passion, which is fitness. I don't believe in us living business lives without considering our whole lives and without also considering our health. You know, there was a study that I read somewhere that talked about how entrepreneurs were some of the most unfit people in the working community just because we're so passionate about what we do and sometimes to the detriment of our health. So my big thing is to not to see our lives just through one lens, but to see our lives as a whole. So there has to be balance, business, family, faith, fitness, all those things you know, and of course, our health by extension. All those things are important for us to live a whole life, not just to live um, successful business lives. You know, money and business success, that is not the only metrics for success. So that's my big thing. Um, so to that end, I want to talk about something other than business today. And I want to share what's going on in my fitness life and on my fitness journey. If you've read my book, if you listen to my podcast in the past, I always talk about how fitness doesn't have an end line, right? We're in this thing for the long haul. There is no end to fitness. It's something that even as you grow older, as your life evolves, you also have to make adjustments there as well. But there is no finish line in fitness. But today I'll talk a little bit about my fitness journey. I haven't shared on this for a while and um, I think it's time I did. Okay, so let me start by saying that a fitness journey is a personal journey, right? Um, also, like a business journey, it has to evolve with time, with age, as your life changes, you have to make adjustments there as well. But the goal with fitness is health right we just want to be 
our healthier self. That is the that is the gold standard to be the most healthy we can be. For me, though, I'm just talking about how personal this thing is. For me, the last two years have been very disruptive um, to my regular lifestyle, and it has affected my fitness routine significantly. I gained and lost and yo-yoed like most of us do when we travel a lot. And um, I want to recommit myself, right, and get myself back on track. So my latest fitness journey involves my relationship with sugar, trying to curb my appetite for sugar. Long story short, I am trying to gradually eliminate sugar from my diet. You know, that that is the goal. That's where I'm going. Sugar, especially processed sugar, is inflammatory. And personally, I have been, I'm going older, just like we all are. And I've been dealing with pain. You know, I know sugar is inflammatory. I know it's bad for me. Um, And I did a little bit of research and I can see that the overall and cumulative effect on my health is bad. And not just me, on anybody. It will definitely affect weight, weight gain. But also, inflammations result in physical pains in our joints, our teeth, our gut health. Um, it affects uh, uh, the hydration. It affects sleep. So after struggling with most of these things in the last two years, I decided, you know, to try one more thing. Just let sugar go. Now, exercising is not going to replace the detrimental effect of sugar, right? Even generally eating right will also not replace the detrimental effect of sugar. So sugar for me is an area where we need to zero in on and try to reduce or eliminate it if possible right so this was this was my goal so i'm happy to say that it has been exactly 40 days since i last had any processed sugar i know what you have to be careful when you want to do this because sugar is in everything it's in everything. As long as it's processed, the body is likely to treat it like sugar. You know, so even if you are eating crackers and it doesn't taste sugary or sweet, there's sugar in there and the body will treat it like sugar. White rice, polished white rice, the body treats it like sugar. So even things that are not sweet, right? their sugar so it's tough really it's tough to eliminate it and that's why for most people i would say don't go cold turkey you know wean yourself off sugar gradually if you typically take four bottles of soda a day maybe you want to reduce that to one as you wean yourself off because you have developed this habit and habits are hard to break so you need to be kind to yourself and do it gradually but I didn't want to do it gradually. I wanted to go with cold turkey for one primary reason. Pain. I've been dealing with pain. So, like I said, it's been exactly 40 days since I last had any processed sugar. 
and this includes bread, white rice, and any sugary treats. I have my complex carbs, so don't get me wrong. I'm not eliminating carbs, and I'm not emulate, em, em, eliminating fruit, right? I'm just trying to eliminate processed sugar. So I have my complex um, complex carbs. I have my yams, my plantains, my brown rice, although sparingly. Um, but if it's processed, I haven't touched it. And it's 40 days. And I have started to notice some remarkable changes. And I want to share those changes. So that's what this episode is really about to share the changes that I have observed since I stopped taking processed sugar number one I mentioned pain before and that has been huge for me I had to start with this one because I've been dealing with pain in my lower back for a while but now it's totally disappeared you know been dealing with shoulder pain um migraines are also gone shoulder pain is gone you know i've suffered from these issues for years and i thought it was just a part of growing older so i kind of embraced it like you know what all i need to do is just keep popping hydroprofen or you know painkillers and i'll be okay you know and i did that i did that um but it was becoming unbearable you know so in doing my research i realized that okay sugar is inflammatory inflammation really is what is linked to most of our pains so if i eliminate sugar maybe i will eliminate pain and it has worked so far now of course i am not a health um, practitioner and any lifestyle change you want to embark on i would always advise that you talk to your doctors about it i spoke to my doctor about it as well before I went into this, even though I knew there couldn't possibly be anything wrong with eating less sugar, but just to be sure that there were no underlying issues related to some of these symptoms, um, I did a full body check and I'm all good. So there was nothing degenerative or no underlying condition that was causing these pains. And I didn't find out what it was, so hence trying out the sugar and it has worked for me you know i haven't had to reach for a hot water bottle or painkillers and yeah so that has been the number one effect of not taking sugar for the last 40 days number two honestly number two blew my mind number two blew my mind sleep Now, it didn't happen immediately, but when it did, it was undeniable. I am sleeping like a baby. I am sleeping deeper. I struggled with with sleep for a while and it got so bad. I was put on medication because I was beginning to... It was beginning to cause some lightheadedness. During the day, I would feel lightheaded, you know, kind of like vertigo. And um, it was pretty bad. I had to go into the hospital for it. I was wheeled into the hospital for it. And um, honestly, 
it was a really low moment for me when that happened. But not anymore. I'm sleeping like a baby. I am waking up at 5 a.m. like a normal person and I'm feeling energized. Now, in doing some research, you know, because honestly, I didn't expect this this change when I decided to go off sugar. I, I honestly didn't think that sleep was something that would be improved. So I did a bit of research when this was happening and apparently there is a correlation between sugar and sleep apnea. Something to do with the brain being overstimulated by the sugar, so not being able to power down effectively. To think all I needed to do was stay away from sugar to get some quality sleep. Like, if anybody out there is suffering from sleep apnea, like I said, check with your doctors to make sure there are no underlying conditions. I think you should try this because I can't get over it. I, I get into sleep quicker and I wake up with a pep in my step and I feel energized and I sleep deeper. I feel truly rested. It's amazing. You know, before I wouldn't be able to sleep well at night, not be able to sleep deep. Once I'm in the car, I doze off. You know, who else has that going on? I wouldn't be able to stay um, in, in a car as a passenger at least without dozing off because I was always tired and sleep deprived even if I, quote-unquote, slept overnight, because it was never deep sleep, I never woke up rested, you know. So that's a big one for me. And one that um, I would recommend to anybody that is dealing with insomnia or sleep apnea, you know, obviously get advice from your doctors to make sure there's nothing else causing this. But if you've tried everything, please try this one because um, this has been one of my favorite outcomes. Number three, and I think the most surprising effect from this abstinence from processed food has been how I have stopped craving processed foods. I stopped stocking my house with sugary treats to keep them out of sight and out of mind. But even when they are in close proximity, I don't crave them, you know? I already know that sugar is a drug and that it is a very addictive one. Some studies suggest that it's as addictive as cocaine, but I didn't realize how much my appetite will be curbed by simply taking out sugar. So now I just have one meal a day and it's not because I'm trying to diet, but because I'm really not hungry, right? So I go out in the mornings, um, I go through my day super energized, super, um, you know, pumped. And I get back home in the evening and then I have a meal. You know, I have a good hearty meal too um, with all the other things that I mentioned, my yams, my plantains, my beans. You know, I have nice home-cooked meals, you know, decent portions, right? But really, it's just that one meal, right and of course i prioritize vegetables and proteins guys you know we all know what to do um and these keep me feeling so much fuller for so much longer um so i don't feel peckish i don't i don't feel a need to snack you know i know how when we're snacking we really ever snack on healthy stuff so you're snacking on empty calories and craving them as well so Apparently, if you want to stop craving sugar, 
you need to stop eating sugar so it's a chicken and egg thing isn't it anyway finally this is the last one finally and i think this is the one everybody has been hoping would make it to the list yes i have lost some weight um in 40 days i've lost 5 kg yeah so the goal wasn't weight loss even though i had put on some weight but that wasn't my goal my main goal really with um winning myself off sugar was the pain i really wanted to see if taking sugar out of my diet will relieve me of some pain i'm glad to say that happened but of course um taking sugar out of my diet also meant reducing the amount of calories empty calories i was putting in my body of course eating once a day also meant reducing the amount of calories and we know the formula for weight loss is primarily eating less right um but yes i have lost five kg in 40 days and possibly this is possibly the most effortless five kg i have ever lost because i am not trying to focus on the weight loss so much but i am glad that the weight is dropping off and i don't feel deprived yeah that's it those are the four points that um i would like to mention there have been other observations but i don't want to go into those um because again like i said it is early days 40 days is early days so i don't want to jump into any conclusions i'm still observing my body and taking note of um, how it's responded to this journey but i do hope i can sustain it because honestly i don't want to go back to that junky life i don't want to go back to craving sugar and eating lots of sugar and always feeling hungry and um, not being able to watch a program on tv without snacking like all those things are history to me now and um, i don't need to deprive myself of the foods i love because the foods i love are now sugar-free and healthy you know so i do really hope i can sustain this i feel great and i hope that um, this episode encourages someone to gradually start reducing sugar from their diet um i will record one more episode i'll do a second edition of this one just to share some practical steps on how to de-sugarify that's a word i have coined how to de-sugarify your life so i will share some practical steps like how i'm really going about it um and why how i have set myself up for success in this regard you know but i'm not i'm not expert yet i'm only 40 days in if I can keep it off for a year, then I can wear the sugar-free t-shirt and start putting the how-to content out there. But for now, for now, it's baby steps. But I will share um, what I have done so far to help me set myself up for success in this regard. Right. So that's it. Um, that's it for today. Thank you so much again for listening. Please, for this episode, I will really appreciate feedback. I want to hear how you have, um, how you have, you have managed sugar in your life, and uh, possibly if you have any tips or anything else you can share with me, please share with me regarding your fitness journey, um, your your pain management journey, your sleep. 
um, management journey, you know, all these things I've mentioned, let me know if you have any tips that um, can help me and can help members of our podcast community as well. And so maybe I can share that with them as well. So please, um, you can send me an email, send an email to Tommy at tomirotimi.com to share any tips or insights that you might have. Um, also, you can just share a note, a voice note on this app to to share whatever um, tips or feedback that you might have. And if you have tried any of the tips that I have mentioned here, um, just let me know. Just let me know if you have also experienced, or rather if you have tried the sugar-free um, lifestyle. Um, let me know how that has worked out for you as well. Okay, so that's it. That's it for today. Thank you so, so very much for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Bank Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.